Hello my babies. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day and everything is going well in your lives. I hope you guys are blessed and living your best lives. And with that being said, I know it's been a minute. Well, it's not been a minute. It's been about a week. And like I said, I'm going to put something out every week. Got to make sure I'm at least staying updated because I am still working with my blog and getting that up. So you're going to be getting some type of content from me, some type of way. But I definitely want to make sure I record at least once a week. Well, today is an interesting topic, a little bit controversial, may rub some people the wrong way, and you know, I almost hate to say that, but um, sexual abuse, it's a rough topic, and I say that because it's hard because it's so common in our world and of course it is what it is it's taboo it's shouldn't be done but we have to acknowledge that this is something that happens you know in our world and it needs to be talked about and not pushed under the rug because it affects so many people from the young to the old and it can have horrible, you know, lasting effects on so many people. And what kind of brought this about is people, I'm not sure if I'm just the person that people want to talk to or, you know, feel that they should tell secrets to, which I don't mind. I, I enjoy that. I want to be that person where people feel comfortable to, you know, just get something off their chest because you know sometimes life gets to you and you just really want someone to talk to that you can trust and I feel like I am one of those trustworthy people I don't if you tell me something it's with me no one needs to know but I've had people you know just open up to me and tell me things and on some things I can relate I really can And sometimes you hear people's story and it's like, I can't believe you went through that. I can't believe you made it out of that. That, That's rough. And I commend you for coming out a stronger, better person and not letting it beat you down. Or that you recognize how it could be bothering you and you decided to pursue some professional help. But... It's rough. It's rough on whoever it affects and also the people around them. So it, it's crazy, again, how common it is. And I think we need to all, you know, sit down and have a conversation about it because it affects the way you grow up. It can affect your relationships. It can affect the way you feel about yourself and your family and if it's not handled properly or if it's not talked about or if it's not brought to light the cycle of abuse can continue it does more 
harm than good to leave it inside. So it's important that we talk about this. Spread the word, get it out, have conversations. It can bring up old wounds and that may be difficult. Some people cannot handle it. Some people can't, you know, look at themselves or look at that family member and be like, hey, this is what you did. This is this is how it's affected my life. And I want you to know it's not your fault. We all try to deal with things the way we can. Life hands everybody a different set of rules and we just got to go with it. But it's how you handle it. Can you recognize and can you seek help? And in doing this, you know, listening to people's story, I had to stop and just, you know, just take a look. See what the facts are on this. And it's, it's sad and astonishing. I found out that, you know, one in 10 children will be sexually abused before they're even 18. That's one out of 10. Now imagine the amount of people in your small community. Then think about your city, your state, the, the US and then the world. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people being abused. Then you have that about 35% of these victims are 11 years old and younger. And that, I'm surprised that number isn't higher. And I say that because I see, you know, just researching that a lot of people that prey on, you know, these children find it easier because it's easier to manipulate a child. It's easier to hurt a child or make them feel frightened of you where they're too scared to tell or they don't understand what's going on. They're confused about it, so they feel they don't know how to express it to maybe their parent or guardian. And it's sad. I see that 90% of these people, of these children, are abused, you know, by family members, people that you trust. People that you're in the, your family, the people that you don't expect to hurt you, the people who are more likely to be there for you. It's sad to think, you know, who do you turn to if you can't turn to your family? Now, these are little kids or even adults. What do you do when you have to tell on a family member to a family member? 
but you mean you trusted that family member so how can you trust the next and it, I, I can imagine it's hard I can imagine it is very hard 90% of all children who are sexually abused trusted their abuser. Now that includes family, but that also includes, you know, being left with a friend, a babysitter, you know, a neighbor, people that you know. These aren't always random acts of rape from people you don't know. These are people that you've probably met at some point in your life you've had an interaction with who has broken your trust just going over so many facts and there's so many out there that you can look up and it's astonishing it's sad and it's like how just going by these numbers, it's so common. How can we break this cycle? How can we lower these numbers? Because ultimately, you, you never want this to even be a thing. So how can we at least cut it down? Okay. This is, it's pretty hard this entire subject is pretty hard now let me be clear when I'm talking I'm referring to things that happen to men and women boys and girls because a lot of times when you think to it you assume it's mostly happening to girls but I'm well aware that this happens to young boys and up to grown men. This affects a very broad range of people. You just hear that it's more common with girls. And we really have got to start as parents, as parents, mothers, talk to your children about this. And it's, it's sad that we have to do it so young, but find some type of dialogue to bring to let them know if someone is bothering you or touching you inappropriately or making you feel uncomfortable to come to you, they need to feel that you are their safe place. That whatever's bothering them, they can come to you and tell you whatever is going on. And it's hard for many victims to even talk about it, to even bring it up, because it, it can be a shock when it happens to you. You're like, did this happen? What's going on? It, I, I, I trusted this person or maybe it's horrible to think that some people are like 
Did I ask for it? It's it's hard for them to bring it up. So I think we need to start having that dialogue with our children because it is so common with them that they can bring it to your attention and again feel that it's a safe place and they need to know that my parent is going to believe me now there's investigations that have to go on after that if you turn the person in to the authorities and they do their investigation but before all of that you you have to have your child's back because if you do not have their back at the beginning they will shut down on you if i can't trust my parent my parent the person that made me to have my back then i can pretty much trust nobody and i keep anything else bottled in I would think that is a normal reaction to have. So we have to have that open dialogue where kids feel comfortable and safe with their parents. And also, this, it's kind of hard because I don't have similar experience to some people. But I'm not saying that I've never been a victim to it. And unfortunate as it is, um, my kids have had, you know, an experience at school where unfortunately, you know, my oldest two daughters, you know, they, you know, have been, you know, groped at school. And it's like, you don't know what other people are teaching their kids. But what I know, I have extended that dialogue to my children. So when it happened, they knew to tell. They knew to tell people in charge of the school and me and my husband were contacted. And we had we went up there and handled it. And I praised my girls because they know I have their back. I would never want anybody to make them feel uncomfortable. And then they get that feeling of empowerment that this is my body. I control who I have around it and touching. And I know that this isn't right and I'm going to stop it. And it needs to be brought up because it's so common for these kids. Again, you don't know how everybody's raised. So you have kids who are exposed to way too much sex way before their time there's social media there's porn there is music and movies and I was talking about this the other day because even listening to music on the radio when I was a kid there were kid groups there aren't any now most of the music you know on hip hop and R&B stations it's all about sex and killing and it's like that's all you hear that's all you hear you listen to that in the car you have your kids in the back what music are they gonna are they gonna listen to and I'm not saying that there's no good music but it's so much of that pumped out 
these kids are knowing about sex and getting curious about it. I mean, if you hear something over and over again, you're going to get curious about it. And that needs to be looked at. Now, again, I said earlier, you know, it's not just something that happens to girls. This is definitely something that affects young boys and young men as well. I remember, you know, a classmate, you know, posted something about that. And I, you know, appreciated his courage. I mean, because a lot gets overlooked when it comes to boys, because I guess they get that feeling. Well, I have talked to, you know, some victims who have been males and it's like, you're kind of told to, you know, you're a guy, you should enjoy this. I mean, you you that young, you getting some already. And people don't realize how that may affect you, you know, psychologically. It's it's still inappropriate. Whether it's being done to a a guy or a girl. I mean it's still inappropriate. You have, you know, some grown women and you know, a lot of times it's teachers. Teachers, I think, are the biggest, you know, prayers of young boys and a lot of, you know, a lot of kids. Some of you can think back to high school, to junior high, and, you know, we don't have to go into detail, but you know, you see it. You see how comfortable some of them get. And I can only imagine as a guy, you can't really, you know open up because it's like man you hitting a teacher you you, you getting all that she doing this for you and that for you and that pressure is not good on anybody I mean because morally you know it's wrong it may not it again it's it's not something that you wanted you you may have been you know coerced into it you feel that pressure too so I definitely think it's just it's hard on you know guys as it is girls and I commend those you know who do step up and say something because everybody knows right from wrong you know right from wrong and you have to think these things stay with you for a long time they change your view on sex on love, on trust, on respect, on what's acceptable, what's, you know, rape culture and everything. That's why this is so important. And it can't be taken lightly. And again, just, I commend anybody who makes it through this. I commend you. Because everybody who may have been through something has their own story and it's hard to tell it's hard to come out it's hard to get people to believe you and sometimes you can just feel so alone you may not you may not know what to do and you you don't want to feel like it's your fault but you don't want to feel like you just have to go with the flow If you notice something is wrong, 
Speak up. Say something. Say something. Now, I want to touch on something else. Because it's been a lot of stories, you know, in the news. I want you guys to think twice. This is this goes for everybody, but particularly towards, you know, the women who get new boyfriends. Be mindful who you leave your kids with. Everybody don't love your child like you love your child. And it's horrible to see mom leaving her four-year-old child with her boyfriend that she's been with for a month. And he starts to sexually abuse the girl. You haven't even known him long enough. Yet you've left your child with him. No. It ain't right. It ain't right. Don't just leave your kids with anybody. You need to get to know that person. Get to know their background. See how your child acts with that person. Build up some real trust. Not... I need to go out or I need to go to the store. Uh, I need to do these things. Get to know someone before you just leave your child with them. That's important. Again, not everybody loves your child the way that you do. You don't want to be another person on the news. And you know what bothers me the most is those stories where the mom knew. The mom was offering the daughter. That's some of the sickest stuff to ever just hear about. You offering up your child because that's something he wants and you knew about it. Think about what that child is going through. What that child is going to have to live with for the rest of their life. So many times we think about ourselves and what we want in that moment. And this goes for a lot of things. You can't just think always for the moment. Think towards the future. Think how will my actions affect my future or my kids or my life. You, you have to think towards the future. Because if not, you can make you know disastrous decisions that sometimes you can't take back. Sometimes you can't fix. So definitely think twice who you leave your children with. And also, you know, as I wrap this up, I want parents to take away from this. You know, just just love your child. And if you've been through this, speak up. Speak up. Even if it's years later, speak up because you don't want that predator and your family to still be around kids to you know if it happened to you you don't want that to happen to your nieces or nephews you have the chance to save somebody it takes a lot of courage I know it'll be like well you should have spoke up then as long as you speak up just getting that off your chest getting that weight off It can do so much for you just to feel a little bit relieved and look for the signs. If you have children, 
again, talk to them and also look for signs. A lot of times, definitely with little kids, they their mind changes when this happens to them and they don't know how to process these feelings. So sometimes you'll see they're anxious or they're depressed. They'll, they have emotional signs. They may have changes in the way they eat. They you know, become more rebellious or withdrawn to you. Just notice their behaviors. Notice if they're, you know, having like physical changes. If they're, you know, complaining about pain. If they out of nowhere start, you know, wetting the bed or, you know, soiling themselves or having, you know, lots of pain when they go to the bathroom. And especially in young girls if, if there's bleeding notice these things and also again when it's when I said you know think twice who you leave your kids around pay attention to that person if you do and pay attention to anybody who's around your kids you know if they're trying to give them too much special attention or you know overly giving gifts or wanting to touch and hug on your children and also those who like oh that's my little wife Oh, that's my little girlfriend. You know, they take it and just, you know, play it as a joke, you know, a little laugh. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to those things, those signs. And this is all just tough. But again, you know, you're you're strong. If you've made it through, you're strong. And also, counseling. Seeing a therapist can do wonders for you. And it's available. You know, a lot of people don't go to counseling or see a therapist because they feel it's too high. If you have insurance, usually it's, it's just your copay. And, you know, sometimes that can range, you know, 20 to $50, but think about your peace of mind that you're going to get after that. Even going to one session of counseling is so freeing and it's money well, well spent. And for the kids, you know, I understand a lot of parents are, you know, struggling during tough times, you know, dealing with COVID, you know, unemployment. People don't have, you know, maybe not that money that they do. But if your child has Medicaid, there are places that take Medicaid and you don't need a referral and it would be free. Now, because it's Medicaid, some offices have limits on the amount of kids they can take in at a time. So it's just about, you know, calling around and then they can get your child in there. And it's no cost to you again, no referral. And that's the great part about it. It doesn't cost you a thing to get your child some help. So, I mean, y'all, this is a a touchy subject because I think we've all experienced or seen something that you know 
know, that we can relate to regarding this situation. Whether you know a person who's come out to you or a spouse, a girlfriend, a parent, or you yourself, it just affects so many people. And even myself, I've gone through, you know, my fair share. I won't get, you know, in detail, but I, as many people know who know me, I had a son when I was 12. Well, I got pregnant when I was 12. And, you know, I heard things, you know, over the years. I don't typically clear up rumors because, you know, people are going to think what they want to think about you. But I was never that fast-ass girl. I wasn't out here, you know, you know, it wasn't twerking back then. But I wasn't out here just popping and shaking my ass. I was that, you know, that quiet girl. Hell, I was watching Sailor Moon and playing with Barbie dolls and... You know, my life, you know, took a turn and I really wasn't given that option to speak up. I mean, I didn't have a choice. I mean, I was, I was with a child and, you know, for the longest had to continue to live with, you know, my abuser. But, you know, you make it through, you make it through and since then, I have sought counseling. I see a therapist. I've worked through it. I am grateful for my son and my life. And I just, I'm grateful for him, but I'm not grateful for how he got here. But I know that I still give him that love because it doesn't take a genius to realize, you know, my mom and my dad you know, I know their life. So this isn't, you know, the normal setup for how a person should come. But I I make sure he knows, you know, you are loved despite how you got here. And I've learned forgiveness within myself because I'm not going to hold on to that hate or the regrets of the people who I felt that did not treat me as well who did not take what I was going through serious I don't hold on to that hate I fix myself because I love myself and I don't want this to hurt me in the future I want to do better so I can teach my children better so I can at least know I'm going to cut off. I'm going to cut off this cycle. I don't want it to affect me or my family. But I'm going to let you guys go. I hope somebody can take something from this and do something important with it. Open a discussion share it with a friend and you know see where it goes from there but that's been my time for today I love you guys and I just want the best for you 
And remember to follow me on Facebook at Eccentric Honey. And I know I said last time my website and my blog would be up. It's taken a minute, but I'm definitely going to have it up beginning of February. It's just so busy with so much, but www.eccentrichoney.com will be up February the 1st. I'm going to make sure of it. You guys have a good evening and bye.